Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this day, we again pray that you would continue to shape our lives by the power of your word and spirit, that you will mold us into the people that you want us to be, and that you would encourage us to live in your ways and to walk the path that you lay before us, and that you would speak to us by the power of your word and give us your wisdom and guidance in all things. We pray, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. The longest distance. What is it? Perhaps we've been on one of those roads that's straight and long. I know there are several around the country. One of my favorites is in Colorado, and it's a length of road that's really long just north of Alamosa, call it the gun barrel. And it's always tempting to just open it up. <laughs> but is that the longest distance? Someone once said that the longest distance we have to travel is the 18 inches from our head to our heart. I think there's a lot of truth in that. That whole idea of what does it mean to not simply know Christ with our heads, to have that knowledge, but also to know that the life that we live in Christ is to flow from the heart. And we often associate with the heart the things like feelings, i.e. Valentine's Day. Love, passion, commitment. Next Sunday, we celebrate here our Stewardship Sunday, and our emphasis for the last couple of weeks or so has been on stewardship. And I got to tell you, uh, my father-in-law has been visiting, and, and he and I like to sit down and watch TV together, and we like to watch Westerns, and that kind of inspired this. Stewardship, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, what we need to remember is that stewardship is not just one time a year. It's our whole lives. It's all of our life and the resources that God has entrusted to us. Sometimes we refer to it as time and talents and treasures, but, but really our stewardship flows from God himself. I want to start with the ugly. Because we see the ugly a little bit in our gospel lesson today. And our gospel, you know, normally we think of the gospel as supposed to be good news and it's supposed to make us feel good and yet today's words from Christ are all focused on the Ten Commandments. And if we read those, uh, they start to get under our skin a little bit and we don't really like to hear it. And, and as we read through some of those things, we might find things that apply to ourselves and we go, ugh. 
And immediately, and I, I, and I know this happens, immediately when we start hearing those things, within our sinful nature, we start to self-justify. We start to make excuses and we start to kind of try to somehow wiggle out of the ugliness of our own sin and our own disobedience against God. You see, in many ways, we forget that all have sinned and nobody is good. Well, it's easy for us to point at the criminals, that's obvious, or, or maybe the ones who don't believe in God, they're the worst sinners, but oh, well, you know, it also applies to Christians And even to pastors. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and no one is righteous, not even one. That's the ugly. And in our sinfulness, we tend to look at the things that God has entrusted to us as stewards, and our selfish, sinful nature takes over, and we start to make decisions about being good stewards based on our position and what's good for us. And God and his kingdom are often an afterthought full of leftovers. That's the ugly truth. We try to wiggle out of it in some way, shape, or form, but we can't. What's the bad? Death. The wages of sin is death. That's hard. The bad is that we can be, by our own selfish, sinful human nature, separated from Christ for eternity. That's what sin does. It's not good, those consequences. I don't know about you, but I used to hear that expression when I was a kid and I did something wrong, and I never understood this. You made your bed, lie in it. Did you hear that one before? I never knew what that you know, meant, so I really tried as a kid to not make my bed. I don't want to have to lie in it. I want to remove all responsibility from me. I'm not a bad person. I don't deserve to die for eternity. I mean, I'm not as bad as Jerry. <laughs> and I could name a few, you know, Green Bay Packer fans too. I'm not as bad as them. I'm worse. I'm a Cornhusker fan. I'm like Paul. I, uh, you can say I'm sorry. I'm like Paul. I'm the worst of sinners. There is no hope for me other than to face death all day long. To know that someday I am going to die. And whether that is tomorrow or 20 or 40 years from now, 40 years would be good. <laughs> I'm going to die.
But you see, we are called by the power of God's word to remember the good. As bad as things can get for us facing death, we remember the good that he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. He did it for us. He suffered the punishment that we deserve so that we will no longer die but have everlasting life. Yes, this body will fail me. But in the words of Job, even though my flesh is destroyed, yet in my flesh 